Welcome to SJL Daily, where we are reading through Genesis one chapter at a time. I'm Sherry Dragovich, the Beauty and Arts Minister, and I'm glad to be reading with you today. In Genesis 23, we read about Sarah's death and Abraham's bargaining with the Hittites for a piece of land, the field of Ephron, where he buries his beloved wife. Let's read the first three verses of Genesis 23, the setup to this closing scene of Abraham and Sarah's story. Sarah lived 127 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died at Kiriath Arba, that is, Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went in to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham rose up from before his dead and said to the Hittites, I am a sojourner and a foreigner among you. Give me property among you for a burying place, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. This is the word of the Lord. Sarah is one of my favorite Bible figures. There is much I've wondered about her over the years, what her personality was like, how she coped with the sorrow and humiliation over not being able to have children, and what she thought of her husband Abraham, this consummate businessman who bargained his way through the land of Canaan and Egypt, using his own wife as a bargaining chip even, to win favor of rulers and gain assets. But mostly, I wonder when the God of Abraham became the God of Sarah too. I mean, from Sarah's point of view, There didn't seem to be much upside to trusting this God of her husband's, who'd appeared big on promises and yet short on delivery. When God does finally give Sarah a son, he nearly rips that son away for what appears to be an object lesson for her husband. And yet, we know at some point in her life, Sarah accepted and trusted Abraham's God as her God too. Paul tells us in Hebrews 11:11, By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Not only was Sarah's life marked by one of faith, but I think it also ended as a life marked by joyous laughter. For all the hardships Sarah endured, either at the hands of others or by her own doing. She knew the Lord saw her deepest need and miraculously gifted her with not just a son, but a son of laughter. In Genesis 23, Sarah's story ends, but not her joy-filled laugh. Sarah's laughter sings itself forward through the scriptures. We hear it in Hannah's song over Samuel in Elizabeth's joyful pregnancy with John, and culminating in Mary's Magnificat. And so even in contemplating Sarah's death, we see that the Messiah's life is proclaimed. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for Sarah's life. May our faith be strengthened and marked by joy like Sarah, who saw what you promised for from afar, finally trusted in your timing, and lived with laughter on her lips in the end. Amen.